What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Gangrene Talk. I'm your host, Nick Monjovi. Uh, a lot on pack today. This is episode 11. Uh, Jets fans, as you may know, Tyreek Hill decided to choose the Miami Dolphins over us. And uh, I'm not surprised at all. Um, this is hometown in Miami, Florida. Um, that's a reason, too. Why would you want to come to the Jets? Three, the the whole Tats situation. Um, so he gets all the money. Um, and honestly, I'm not not surprised that they had uh, people asked him how close were you going to the Jets, and uh, he said, "Who? The Jets? Not even close." Well. At first, I was like, all right, fuck you, buddy. But second, I'm like, one, he used this as leverage. Two, well, he uses his leverage to get more money from Miami. Kind of like, a, I'll go to your division and destroy you twice a year if you don't give me the most money. And then they gave him all the money. Uh, the other reason is, what do you want him to say? Ah, I was kind of close. I thought about really going to division rival. No, you're not going to say that. You're going to say it was not close. And if he went to the Jets, he would have said the same thing. So there's that. Also, the Jets had a trade accepted by the Kansas City Chiefs. Jets would have gotten Tyree Kill and pick 103, which is a fourth rounder. The Chiefs would have received pick number 35, 28, and 69. That's two seconds. Sorry. 35, 38, and 69, sorry. I think I said 28. Um, that's two seconds and a third for Tyreek Hill and a fourth. That's insane. I don't know what Joe Douglas is doing over there, but he's just ripping people off left and right. If he's making a trade, he's ripping you off. Jamal Adams trade. Flipped you for, for two firsts, of, of, what, three seconds, two seconds, a third? This is ridiculous. All Joe, all Joe Douglas does is rip you off. Uh, can't, can't uh, be mad at that. Um, at the end of the day, Tyreek just chose Miami. It is what it is. We're going to have to deal with him and Jalen Waddle. It's a fast wide receiving core, plus Cedric Wilson, plus Devontae Parker, but I think Parker's going to get moved. Um, Raheem Mostert also on that offense. He's fast as shit. It's going to be difficult. But you got to remember, Tua Tagovailoa is throwing on the football, and dude can't throw the ball more than 25 yards. We'll see what happens, but I don't know. Also, if we got Tyreek Hill, man, oh, man, if we got Tyreek Hill, repo would have been nearly complete. Uh, we would have kept both our first, which would have been huge, right? We would have had the offense would have been Zach Wilson, Michael Carter, Tyreek Hill, Elijah Moore, Corey Davis, and Braxton Barrios and offensive line of Beckton, assuming he comes back wins and wins the job, which I want to talk about. Comes back, wins the job. Um sorry. Uh Beckton, Baratucka, McGovern, Lincoln Tomlinson, and Fant. That's a good offensive line. And then you go in the draft, and honestly, you take Ahmad and Sauce Gardner at four. 
because you're not sure if you're going to get him, and he's going to be probably going to be legit. And the drop off between him and the Nets' best corner is way bigger than the drop off is from Kayvon and defensive ends like Trayvon Walker and Jermaine Johnson. So then you go with one of them at ten, and then you wait until what the fourth round to pick again. That's fine. When we're going to the playoffs, competing with possibly the Bills for the division, because I think a team like that can compete with the Bills, especially if Zach makes a huge jump in year two. Well, that's only a what if we got him and we didn't. So let's not live in that fantasy. Let's talk about the reality here. Um, I do want to address a post I made on my Instagram page, gangreen.capital. Go follow if you haven't. Um, I put out a mock draft on Monday like I do every Monday. And it got some heat. Also, you haters out there. I don't know if you're listening, but if you are, I must be doing something right. I got over 1,100 followers. I've had the account for two years. I don't know. You tell me. But I went with Evan Neal at four. And now it's because, listen up, Becton, it's not Becton's job, okay? Yes, it's a competition, but yes, it's also fans' job to lose. So that's, that's, that's the last thing we heard from Douglas and Salah. It's fans' job to lose, but during camp, it's going to be a competition for left tackle. So people out there saying it's Becton's job, you're wrong. Saying it's just a competition, you're still wrong. You're partially right, but partially right is also wrong. Therefore, you're wrong. <laughs> so I had them taking Evan Neal and maybe trading Becton. One in my, I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. Then I had them trading out of 10 with the Packers for Pitts, 22 and 28, also trading a fourth. So we trade back from 10, and we have 22 and 28. At 22, Jermaine Johnson's there. Take him. So that way we address tackle and defensive end. Can't have too many offensive linemen. I know I don't really want to use a a premier pick on a position we may not need, but this is if Becton does not win the job. I want to make that clear. This is a bonus draft that I did on Monday that would have been if – that that is if Becton does not win the job. So then we need a right tackle. Because then we're probably trading back to him. Jermaine Johnson, head rusher. I think we, there's a chance we take him anyway. And then I use pick 28, a fifth, a fifth rounder this year, and a fifth rounder next year to trade up with the Cardinals at 23 so we can draft Trey Birds as well. So we address number one corner as well. I think that's a, I think that this draft is a dream come true. I think if we do this in their life, we go sauce at four, trade back, get Trayvon Walker or Jermaine Johnson, and then trade up again and get Traylon Burts. So you had three first-round pits, and then you keep pits 35 and 38. I took Leo Chanel, linebacker from Wisconsin, and then I decided to switch it up, go Kent Walker the third, Michigan State running back. He had 1,600 yards. PFF rated as a D grade of a pick. But I think that dude's going to be a stud. Second round, probably a little too high. I, I would go with him more in the third round, a later day two pick. And then I took Kirby Joseph, which was great in A, safety from Illinois with pick 69. I like that a lot as well. 
So I got a lot of heat for that. A lot of comments. A lot of people shitting on me for that. But hey, I, I like to change it up in every mock draft I do. I like to switch it up. I want to give you guys all of the possibilities of how this team can shape up after the draft. I'm not going to go with best player available every time or best uh, the biggest need every time in these areas. Like, uh, because in every draft, it's going to be most like a cave on at four, either Sauce or Drake London at 10, and then at 35, I got this guy. It's going to be the same thing every time. And that's boring. It's boring content. I want to make it interesting. Speaking of the draft, I'm going to do a mock draft here for this episode. I think it's fun doing those. It's going to be all 32 teams. And, uh, yeah, let's get into it, right? With the first pick in the 2022 NFL draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Aiden Hutchinson. Don't see them taking anybody else. Lions. They can go a lot of different directions here. Quarterback, wide receiver, edge, linebacker, defensive back. Um, I'm having to take Kayvon Thibodeau from Oregon. So that leaves the Jets in a difficult spot if they're at two. If they're at four and they don't have their guy. Right. Let's do this draft as if they traded for somebody. And there was a rumor today. Rich Samini believes an, an, the next star receiver that could be on the move before the draft starts is A.J. Brown. Now, everyone's saying, oh, Titans are in the Super Bowl window. A.J. Brown's still on his rookie deal. Why would they trade him? Look, as long as you have Ryan Tannehill, you're on a Super Bowl team. We saw that this year. He can't win big games. The AFC isn't getting any easier. I know you have Derrick Henry. I know you locked up some guys on defense, but as long as you have Ryan Tannehill, you're not going to be able to compete with Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, Derek Carr, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, jo- uh, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, possibly Zach Wilson, possibly Matt Jones, possibly Tua. You're not going to be able to compete with all these guys. Now Matt Ryan enters your division. You're not even the best quarterback in your, in your division. Maybe they try to trade them and accumulate picks. I don't think, the, honestly, I don't know if they're going to be able to pay AJ Brown in the next year or two. So I wouldn't be surprised if they moved them. And Rich Mini says, I'd watch the Jets. He and Elijah Moore are very close and talk daily. Hey, man. They do got that friendship. They're best friends, play together at Old Mess. They traded for AJ Brown, and I know they want to give up a first rounder for him. You know Joe Douglas; he'd only give up a second, couple seconds, or a second and a third. He's not overpaying here. He will rip you off one hundred percent if we got AJ Brown. Also, report came out today: the Jets don't believe that DK Metcalf is available, according to Connor Hughes. Um, honestly, to me, that means they made a call. At least of right now, they, they don't think Deke is available. That means they made a call. That means they called up Seattle, and they're like, nah, we're not really interested in trading them right now. That can change. That can change on draft day or a couple of days leading up to draft day. 
They're trying to accumulate more picks. They're like, look, we're going to roll out there. We're going to go out there with Drew Locke, let's say, to start the season. Let's be honest. We can't compete with Drew Locke. Maybe they'll just trade DK. Draft somebody else. You never know. If I'm the Jets, my brother said this to me too. I'm the Jets, right? You go out there and you trade for A.J. Brown, right? Give him a pick or two, whatever. Two picks. And then you call up Seattle and go, hey, I want DK Metcalf. We'll also give you Corey Davis, but you're going to have to eat up some of the uh, contract because we're going to have to pay A.J. and DK. So you're going to eat the whole contract, but we'll give you a first. I don't know how you say no to that. I don't know how you say no to that. That means the Jets are sitting there with the Ole Miss boys, Ole Miss wide receiving core, Zach Wilson, A.J. Brown, D.K. Metcalf, Elijah Moore. Then Bretton Barris is your four. And Mims and wherever the fucking rest of the group is. Michael Carter and that offensive line. That's a playoff team. That's a team that can make some noise in the AFC. And with all these weapons coming into this into the AFC, we need all those. Trading for uh, AJ and DK would be huge. Now, I know that's a lot. That's very far-fetched. But let, we're going to do this mock. Oh, and then do go all defensive draft. All defense. If that, if that was to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. But if that was to happen, go all defensive draft. But let's... Let's make believe we traded the um, – what's it called? Two seconds – two second-round picks. Or second, let's make, make believe we traded a second-round pick, 35 and 69 for A.J. Brown. Let's say we did. Now at three, here's the Texans. After Aiden Hutchinson and Kayvon went, I think those just go best available and take Kyle Hamilton. That's what I think we do. Now the Jets are here. They have four and they have ten. We're not going to trade for DK Metcalf. That's not what I'm going to do here. We're going to go ahead and get a cornerback of the future, Ahmad Gardner. Sauce coming in for Gang Green. Then it leaves the Giants. They go O-line, I think. I think they want to protect both the quarterback and the run. I think they take Iki Iquana. That leaves the Panthers on the clock. Malik Willis going to the Panthers. Giants are up again. Um, I think they just take Stanley. I think they just take a chance on Stanley, personally. Um, I think they're dumb enough to do that, honestly. So I think they just reach, go take Stanley. I think they're going to trade Bradbury soon. Um, Falcons are up. Kenny Pickett. They don't quarterback, so then they're going to go Kenny Pickett. I think Arthur Smith knew a lot with him in Atlanta. Um, Seahawks at nine. Evan Neal. Jets are up. Um, Trayvon Walker. The Georgia bad rusher goes to the Jets at 10. At 11. Uh, you're going to have to protect. What's his face? Carson Wentz. I think they should take Charles Cross. Throw him a tackle. 
just solidify that you can protect Carson Wentz because you can win the division, the, the NFC least. You can win that division with Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz isn't washed yet. It's not over. Um, Minnesota Vikings, Trent McDuffie, they're going to snag him. Uh, back on the clock is the Houston Texans. They took Kyle Hamilton already. They didn't get an edge rusher. They could go receiver here. Um, I think they're I think they're gonna hold on to Brandon Cuts. I think they're gonna draft Garrett Wilson to compliment him. Help out Davis Mills. At 14, got the Ravens, defensive line and linebacker. Um I think they go George Karloftis, the Purdue edge rusher. Now here them the Eagles, 15 and 16. Um, Devin Lloyd first. And I think they're gonna sit here and think about this one. Trade back, maybe. Um, accumulate more pitch. Trade for for proven talent, maybe. Um, they can go in a lot of directions, this team. They really can. But I'm going to go with Drake London to help out Jalen Hurts. Um, San Diego, oh, sorry, Los Angeles Char- Chargers. They need some help on the defense. Interior defensive line, you know, De- Devontae Wyatt, the Georgia nose tackle. Saints are up here. They need a receiver. They bring back, they brought back, what's his name? Um, James wants to play quarterback, but it's a pretty deep uh, draft at a wide receiver. I think they'll go Trevor Penning after losing Teron Armstead, the Northern Iowa tackle. Very good. Jets like him a lot too. Eagles are back up after taking Lloyd in London. Um, they need a lot of linebackers this team. They need a lot of them. They need an edge rusher as well. Um, I'm going to go with Jermaine Johnson, the second linebacker. From, uh, sorry, the edge rusher from Florida State. He'd make an immediate impact on that, of, that defensive line. And honestly, I think that defense would be low-key kind of scary if they get him. Um, Steelers are 20. They need a tackle. They need a quarter. They're not going to draft the quarterback. They need a corner as well. Andrew Booth Jr. is kind of a kind of a stretch. They lost that on Juju, and they don't have – so they're, they're rolling in next year with Deontay and Claypool. That's a good one, too. You need weapons in this league, but they, they love defense, man. They love it. And that's what wins them games. I don't think they're going to shy away from that. I'm, I think they're going to take Andrew Booth Jr., cornerback from Clemson. New England, I think they're just going to take best receiver available in their eyes, and that's Jameson Williams, Alabama wide receiver. Green Bay Packers are up. They better take a fucking receiver. And that better, I guess, Chris Olave or Trey Lumberts, whoever you like, I think they're going to go with Olave personally. Um, Cardinals 23. They can go offensive line. I think they're going to. I think they're going to take Tyler Linderbaum, the center of Iowa. He's legit. I don't, he, the fact that he's going this late is insane. Just shows how loaded, how, how loaded of a draft class this is. Um, O line isn't set in stone for this Cowboys team, but I think they're going to help out on defense. A little bit. I think they're drafting Kobe Dean, linebacker, pairing up with, with Micah Parsons. Um, they definitely need a linebacker. 
Buffalo Bills. They have Stephon Diggs, and they don't really have a number two. And they have Gabe Davis. Um, do I take Traylon Burks? Do I do it? No, I'm not gonna do it. They're gonna take Jordan Davis, defensive uh, interior defensive lineman from Georgia. Titans are up. We took AJ Brown from them. Hypothetically, they're gonna go ahead and take Traylon Burks here. At 26, at 27, Buccaneers. Um, Zion Johnson, they lost Kappa. So we're going to go with the, the guards. We're going to go with Zion Johnson from Boston College. Green Bay's up again, offensive line. Uh, Bernard Raymond, I think they're going to go with the tackle from Central Michigan. He's lasted long enough at this point. I think he goes to find a home in Green Bay. Kansas City up here, don't really have much of a receiver, but it's too early, honestly, to reach on Sky Moore or Dotson. But I think they might do it anyway. Um, I think they're going to – I Kair Elam is going to be the guy they take at 29, Florida corner, and then at 30. Um, shit. Please me in a – Difficult spot here. David Ajabo is such a good talent, but he got hurt. I believe he tore his Achilles in on his pro day, which is so unfortunate. I'm gonna Sky Moore, he's quick. 5'10, 195, fits that build. Um It's really Sky Moore, Jahan Dotson, in my opinion. It's nobody else. I'm gonna take Sky Moore. It's kind of a bit of it's a bit of a reach, but they need a receiver and they need him bad. Uh, Bengals, a lot of good, a lot of good quarterbacks out here, and they kind of need corner help as well. But I'm gonna go with David Ajabo. He's he can't be sitting here. He falls to. They basically fits their, fits their entire offensive line, so I don't see why they wouldn't go David Ajabo there if he falls all the way to them. And then the Lions at 32, they can pick from their probably three top quarterbacks here that are left, Sam Howell, Desmond Ritter, and Matt Corral. I will go Sam Howell. And that's the, and, and, and that's the mock. Boy. So... That was if we took, we traded for AJ Brown. I think that's best case scenario if we trade for AJ Brown and that this is the draft that we get going sauce and Trayvon Walker. And then going into the second round, you take a safety to Jaquan Brisker. Like him a lot. I like Kirby Joseph from Illinois. Maybe going him in the third. But if you trade for AJ Brown, you're probably only going to have one second or no seconds in third. So that's also a possibility. But I think the top pitch that we're going to have, if we trade for a receiver, it's going to be defense. It's going to be all defense. If we don't trade for a receiver, we're going to see, we're going to have to see who's available at four. Because if Kayvon isn't available, 
right? Are they going to reach on an edge rusher? I hope not. Are they going to take sauce? And then go receiver at 10? Or are they just going to say, you know what? Fuck it. Trade back with either the Eagles and get two first. Or trade back with the Packers, get their two first-round picks. Trade out of four. And accumulate all those pets so you can address every need. There's three needs that this team has left. And you can't address them all in the first round unless you trade back. That's wide receiver one if they don't trade for somebody. Edge rusher. And a legit number one corner. I know they have DJ Reed and Bryce Hall. But I want... There are so many good receivers in the AFC. Now Tyree Kill's in our division. Jalen Waddle, one team. Then on another team, Stephon Dades, Gabriel Davis. Um, there are some good receivers. Now, mind you, the best receiver in the NFL made his way into the AFC. Also, he's with paired up with Hunter Renfro. Can't forget about Darren Wall. I know he's a tight end, but he's a pass catcher and a weapon that we got, that we got to worry about. Um, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, um, Corlin Sutton, Jerry Judy, Nolan Patrick, KJ Hamler, Tim Patrick. These are all good, good receivers. Hopefully, we can end up with AJ Brown. If not, AJ Brown, Michael Pittman, Jamar Chase, T Higgins, Marquise Brown. I can keep going. Deontay Johnson, Chase Claypool, um, Amari Cooper. Uh, Julio hasn't signed anywhere. Neither is OBJ. This is this is crazy. The AFC is absolutely loaded. So getting a lockdown corner that can lock up number ones is going to be nice. Also, when DJ Reed can possibly lock up, lock up your other receiver that's your number two but could be number one elsewhere is huge. I think taking Sauce is a very is a high possibility. I don't think Kyle Hamilton is even in our minds anymore. I think that's gone. Especially at the end, Jordan Whitehead. I don't think Kyle Hamilton's even a possibility. A lot of things can happen, and that's why I'm here to give you all the possibilities that I can think of and that this team is possibly thinking of. It's crazy. It's going to be a crazy next couple of months, and then training camp's going to start, and hopefully we're on hard knots. Get to watch it unfold. I know a lot of you don't like the distraction. But I'm trying to see my team play. That's just fun to watch. Haven't seen the Jets in a while on hard knocks since Seti Retsi was there in 09. The whole Brevis holdout. Damn, that was a scary time. We haven't had a corner that good since him. We haven't had a corner of that, cal- that caliber of player since him and Cromarty. And he was much better than Cromarty was. I mean, no, not on Cromarty. He was very good. But we need a guy like Gardner to come in and lock up. So we have him and Breed and Bryce Hall and at least Michael Carter and what's his name? Michael Carter, Brandon Eccles, Lamarcus Joyner, a slot and nickel guys. Jordan Whitehead back there. Hopefully draft another safety later on in day two or possibly day three. Um, D-line wreaking havoc. Hopefully it's 
Carl Lawson, Quentin Williams, John Franklin Myers, and Trayvon Walker or Tremaine, Tremaine Johnson. And then linebackers your worst place on your team, but it's C.J. Mosley and Quincy Williams. It's a solid two group, group of two. And then whoever else you want to sub in. It's a lot of dreaming. It's a lot of hoping. But anything's possible. And this offseason has been absolutely crazy. So anything can happen. Also, I want to talk about how the Jets had the least amount of dead cap money in the league with about $1.5 million in dead cap. There are teams with over $40 million. That's just because of the good contracts that Douglas has given these players, and he's not overpaying too much. Yes, he got overpaid to get guys here, but um, he's not overpaying to the point where our dead cap's going through the roof, and we're not paying our quarterback a shit ton of money. Still in his rookie deal. It's a huge, it's a huge thing. Well, that's episode eleven. I hope you guys enjoyed. We unpacked a lot here. Yes, we can dream about AJ Brown and DK Metcalf. Or really either or. Do I think it's gonna happen? Probably not. Realistically, probably not. Probably not gonna get either. But it's fun to dream about the what ifs. Like, imagine we got Tyreek Hill. That was a – they sent me through a world of emotions for about almost an hour and a half. I was at work checking my phone. Oh, my God, we're going to get Tyreek Hill? Talking to my boss. Yo, Jets might get Tyreek Hill. I'm not trying to get my hopes up, but it was too late at that point. Hopes were up. Got let down, as usual. When is that going to come to an end? I don't know. Hopefully – within either this year or next year, but we'll see what happens. Hope you guys enjoyed. I'll talk to you guys next week. Peace out.